0: We get to work at 6:30 a.m. I get there always at like 6:15. I like a very slow open. <laughs> I don't like to rush. I don't like the stress. Um, and you turn on your music. You know that's always fun. Battling, DJing with your coworkers. <laughs> but you can kind of gauge what music to put on based on like whether the cafe is noisy and fast paced or really quiet and everyone's plugged in doing their work. I mean, our job is to sell coffee, but like, it's a lot more than that. It's become almost like being customer's therapist. My name is Samantha Mason. I call myself a barista unionista which is a combination of a barista at Gimme Coffee in Ithaca, New York and a rank and file union organizer. Yeah. We have decaf, espresso, and then we have a tea list over here. And then yeah, you can get decaf, um, cappuccino, latte. You know, rank and file uh, is a term that is associated with the labor movement and sort of gets at the root of worker power and um, the power that workers have to collectively organize and withhold their labor in order to change their working conditions. It sort of also has to do with, like, democratizing the workplace. Yes, each of the locations is very different in terms of clientele, your customer base, the workload. And the culture of the cafe. Well, I mean Cayuga Street is definitely like the neighborhood vibe. You get a lot of moms and babies, a lot of regulars. There are like a hundred regulars that come in every day of the year. And I know all of their drinks. The State Street location, Baristas consider that to be the more edgy location, you know, kind of a little more sterile. <laughs> Trumansburg is definitely like retirees. Um, (laughs) There are a lot of older men who take up that cafe every morning at like 7 a.m. A lot of farmers go out there and on their breaks they get a coffee and they eat a slice of pizza. And then Gates Hall, of course, a lot of students. Gates is the busiest of all of our locations. When school starts, they have a line to the door like seven hours a day. Students are just robots and need their coffee. And then Community Corners has been more of the Cayuga Heights families and workers who work up there. I grew up in Southern California in the Inland Empire. I was looking to study documentary film, which is what I ended up coming to Ithaca College for. The scholarship program that I was a part of really pushed me off campus, and I volunteered a lot with local organizations like the Finger Lakes Reuse Center, the Finger Lakes Permaculture Institute, and I loved that, just getting off campus and getting to know local people. Ithaca is so different from Southern California in that it's not like suburbia, I get to walk everywhere, there's such like a sense of community. There are freaking waterfalls everywhere. There's local food. There's seasons. I like didn't even pack socks coming to college. (laughs) My parents had driven my dog out from California um, the summer of 2014. I had just graduated from college and um, my dog had gotten sick. And so he only had like three months to live. It was very, very out of nowhere. And so I quit my job at the Boatyard Grill to spend time with my dog. He had a great summer in Ithaca. (laughs) And I had a good like grieving period and time to heal a little bit. And then my friend from the Boatyard Grill encouraged me to apply to Gimme Coffee and I got the job. <laughs> and then everything changed. <laughs> Workers are fed up. The inequality is so rampant and so large. We're politicizing the space. I had a performance review that was really unfair um, at Gimme, and I could have quit. And that would have led me to like a new job and I would have gone through like a honeymoon phase of working at a new job. But like, I was more interested in staying at Gimme and trying to change it. And didn't know, actually that was an option until my sister had mentioned unionizing, what that meant, I didn't know what a union meant. And then also coming to the worker's center, which is another thing my sister had mentioned to me. Oh, did you know, like there's a worker center in Ithaca I had no idea. They educate workers about their rights at the workplace. So let's say they're, you know, an employer is stealing a worker's tips. They can come to the worker center and the worker center can help the worker file a claim. At GIMME, our raises are tied to our performance. And so the way that we sort of rebalance power is by like flipping this very individual private process. At GIMME, we've started sharing all of our reviews. We're sort of depersonalizing this process. We're trying to create a space for workers to respond to management in a very dignified way. Basically, I define like a union as just a group of workers who are collectively acting at their workplace to make changes. Now that we have a union at Gimme, we're able to challenge unfair discipline or unfair firings. Apparently, we're the first unionized group of baristas in this country. I guess I've learned that there was a group of workers at Starbucks in the New York City who tried to organize, but they failed. The reception by other workers has been totally mixed. We have had like anti-union baristas. They believe that we can collaborate with management. For me, it's been a big, Growing experience for how to like work with people I disagree with and how to still create a democratic space that everyone can come to that's like grounded in deep radical self-respect and respect. My heart sings basically when I'm at work and I get to distribute like the Green Star cooperative anti-union letter that their HR manager sent out. And I get to show all my customers who are member owners of our local co-op this and then the whole coffee shop is then talking about this. (laughs) I just love talking to workers and helping them sort of empower themselves to take action and give advice in any way I can and connect with them and build solidarity we fuel the workforce people need coffee <laughs> for energy and so i love like serving all the workers every morning you know and giving them their fuel i was a cream and sugar sweet coffee drinker I actually don't drink coffee anymore. I drink decaf or tea. 40% of our wage is tips. All the union work I do is volunteer. I definitely am someone who is passionate about helping the world. I've enjoyed growing and learning to just let go and, and embrace all of the customers and their wackiness. I had no idea it would be through this labor work, which is really nice because my sister, who is literally my warrior goddess woman in my life, she is also very involved with organizing and studies the gig economy and Uber and Lyft drivers and DoorDashers and sort of this new form that capitalism has taken on through being your own sort of independent contractor and doing work through apps and stuff like that. Her and I can just talk for days about (laughs) this work. Through this organizing work, I've started to see the world through class, through sort of the fact that we are all workers, really. Most of us are workers. There are very few capitalists who hoard a lot of our wealth that we produce. Being a barista in a union, we face the same issues that a teacher faces in a teacher union at school. Understaffing, low pay, stagnant wages, not having access to affordable health care, scheduling issues, overwork, exhaustion. That's what I love about this work is that it's so universal. One of the things that we've started up here at the Worker Center a couple years ago after we organized is called the Community Union Organizers Meeting. And we have this every week. It just keeps growing. It's literally just this supportive space for workers to come to where we're developing as organizers and learning how to address issues at the workplace. We have teachers, nurses, other service industry workers. We all have different jobs, but we all have very similar issues that we can talk about. After work, the first thing I usually do is just take care of myself. I usually sit down. Sometimes I put my legs up the wall (laughs) to get that blood back to my heart. I see how much work exhausts my co-workers who do want to be involved in the union but they have no energy to give. It's like a strategy of capitalism. You're exhausting the workers to the point that they have no energy to fight back. And so I am very privileged to be able to have the time and, and give my time to this work. It's definitely without a doubt what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life. There's no question. It's pretty incredible. So that's exciting. (laughs) It's like a deep peace about it, a peace of mind (laughs) about the work.
1: You're tuned to listen to supported WRFI. This is difficult. This ain't New York City, man. That was Samantha Mason, a former barista of Gimme Coffee, a popular coffee chain based in Ithaca. Things have changed since we recorded this interview in the summer of 2019. Sam returned to Santa Cruz. The Gimme Union dissolved during the pandemic, but in July of this year, the company announced that it's transitioning to a worker-owned cooperative. Plus, the Starbucks union Sam talks about, the one that failed. As of today, there are more than a 100 stores in two dozen states that have voted in favor of unionizing. Whose work? Our work! Full disclosure, those chants you were hearing, those weren't from Gimme. I captured them on Cornell's campus when the graduate student union was protesting for better mental health care. Music for this episode comes from Blue Dot Sessions, one of the greatest resources for podcasters ever. This is Ithaca is produced by Marietta Sonotis and me, Florence Gilly, in cooperation with WRFI Community Radio. Want to learn more about us? Visit our website www.thisithaca.org That's thisithaca.org Thank you all for listening.